Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity. Welcome to What If You Just Imagine with Janice and Mary, the show helping you imagine and create the life you really want. Janice is a transformational coach creating sparkle in your life and a healer certified in Theta Healing Basic and Advanced and advanced Quantum Touch quantum Levels touch 1 and 2, one and two as, well as, as well as a Pulse Practitioner, practitioner. and author of his book, Henry's Wild Henry's Adventures, Henry and Henry the Oranges. Mary, Mary is a visionary, is a visionary and spiritual, and spiritual intuitive, intuitive who specializes, who specializes in facilitating, in facilitating more clients to live to their live passion. Mary began her soul work as a teacher in the School of Life. After her own After her life, life, met with met significant tragedies that transformed, transformed her professionally and personally, Mary launched her own company, Global Healing Solutions, to provide people the intuitive perspective they need to overcome obstacles and truly live their dreams. Happy Monday. Welcome to What If You Just Imagine. This is Janice, and Mary's here with us. Mary? Huh? Uh, it's nice to be here again, talking about an important topic, feeling inadequate. And um, I'm waiting for those energies. But Janice, I really need them this morning. <laughs> oh, me too. Uh, let's see. Love, joy, peace, compassion. And feelings of adequacy and more. So there will be a brief pause while I'm starting these energies. Do remember that if you don't want them, you will not get them. And so there will be a pause while I'm starting them, and here we go. Okay. Ooh, that feels good. Are you in uh, Lake Tahoe or are you in? No, I'm home today. I'm home. I will be in Tahoe the next two weeks. We're getting oh. ready to leave, so things have been. I've been a little um, sidetracked <laughs> this morning. <laughs> oh, not not a problem. You know. Feeling inadequate is such a, it, you can feel like you're in bondage. And how do we free ourselves from that? How do we say that I am enough, that I'm, I'm love and I'm joy and I'm adequate in any and all situations of my life? For me, I can speak from my, my own viewpoint. I have found myself in environments that made me feel uncomfortable. And for me, feeling uncomfortable led to feeling inadequate. And I started to think, why am I continuing to put myself in places or around people and environments that didn't bring out the best in me? I realized that it wasn't so much that I was inadequate in what I was saying or doing. It was that wasn't my environment. 
that wasn't where my purpose lies. And maybe for me, it was a wake-up call, these feelings of discomfort. I think we all get them in different ways. We may go into a, a place or a restaurant or any kind of building or situation where we're just not feeling at ease. So it's not so much we're feeling inadequate. We might just be a feeling of a fish out of water because our purpose and our path wasn't in that direction. For me, my freedom came when I got a new sense of direction, a new kind of like emotional compass within me, and it always pointed to love. For me, my purpose, my life, was to help, to serve, to give, and to make someone's life better today than it was yesterday. And when I realized, when I created that environment to be in, I didn't feel inadequate at all. I mean, I, I go to uh, Washington, D.C. a few times a year, and I advocate on behalf of patients for access, access to health care and medications. I sit with uh, congressmen, senators, or their legislative aides. I take part in training others to be advocates. So I think for me, when I'm in that role of advocate or doing a reading, giving a session, being a, a coach of some kind, there is absolutely, Janice, no feel, feeling of inadequacy. It was kind of like a revolution I went, a silent one, I guess, within myself. It was just growth and ease. And I, I emphasize those words, words, growth and ease. When something is easy, when you're not self-judging, self-sabotaging, when you shed the inadequate self-image, you begin to feel at ease with life. You don't feel uh, smaller by other people's accomplishments. And you just speak of your personal freedom of life. So... I guess it was never that I really was inadequate because I thought to myself, Janice, if I can be so bold, so precise, so I'm that courageous to lend my voice to help others in a very concise way that is productive and action is taken because of that, why was I thinking I was inadequate in any area of my life? I don't think I ever was. It was just that I wasn't in my right environment. So that's where I begin with, Janice, and, and back to you. That was really powerful. You do so many things. It's hard to imagine you feeling inadequate in any, of, in any aspect. Uh, you well, know, I, looking I, back... What? So sorry. I was just going to say, looking back over my life, I... I had no idea how much of my own suffering I was creating by comparing myself to others, by always evaluating myself, by making it about me or my success or my message. I didn't realize that none of that needed to exist, Janice. I didn't have to allow myself to have this much 
suffering and playing the old tapes, the old stories. You're not enough. You won't be enough. This one can do uh, readings maybe better. They're, they're on TV and they're, they're authored many books. Or, but I realized I am just as good. I might not be as well known, but I'm just as good. Back to you. You know, that's so true. And, and when we compare ourselves to others many times, that does bring up feelings of inadequacy. But there's no reason to ever compare ourselves to others because we're not them and they're not us. And I'm calling them others. We have to concentrate on ourselves. We are all alike. We are all from the same source. We were all created by the same source. So we're all equal, but we are all we all are different aspects. So each of us has a different place, a different we're different cells of the universe, uh, universal body. We're all needed. Every cell is needed, and every cell is slightly different. Even if they're all liver cells, or they're you know all the liver cells are liver cells, all the kidney cells are kidney cells. Each cell is unique and needed and that's how we are and there is never any reason to compare ourselves even though we for whatever reason it's programmed in we do this and that only creates feelings of inadequacy or suffering or sometimes superiority inferiority so we we are only ourselves we have no one else to compare ourselves with we are unique and important and more than adequate, we mm -hmm. are. I love that. Oh, I love that. That was absolutely beautifully put. To compare is to separate. To compare is to assume that you are different. You know, we talk about unconditional love, but unconditional service or purpose, unconditional service to others, Simply by giving, you prove to yourself that you are enough. When you approach your work or your life purpose from this awareness that you're giving of yourself like I do with nonprofit advocacy work, anywhere, even in the workplace, when you're giving of yourself, of your time, helping another coworker, helping your child, helping uh, in so many ways. Then you work from this awareness. When you approach life from that awareness, you realize that you're deeply connected with everyone around you. And then you can really say very powerfully, this is who I am. When I give to people, I give to myself. When I give to myself, I give to people. There is no boundary between me and when it comes to the people in my life, the projects in my life, the work in my life, it all boils down to love. To love yourself and to love others is all one and the same. And to me, that, that really, when you have love as your guide, when you're helping from the point of love, love, the energy of love, there is not any room for feelings of inadequacy. 
Love doesn't know it. Love doesn't even know what it feels like. Because love is in its pure state. To feel inadequate in someone else's presence is to put them into another category from yourself. And that is that is one, Janice, that is one big, well, I don't want to say yes, but one big yes illusion. <laughs> because you know, we're not different. I sat right next to Elizabeth Gilbert who wrote Eat, Pray, Love at a, at a uh, Habitat, for Habitat for Humanity banquet. And we sat at the same table. And we had the best conversation, I'll tell you the truth, in the ladies' room. We went to the ladies' room. We were chatting. But you know something? It, it wasn't that we could say, oh, she was so genuine or she's so nice or she's so down to earth. But really... She was just being herself. I didn't put her in a category above me. We were two souls who met at dinner, at a banquet, and we chatted. I didn't say, oh, my gosh, here's the person that wrote. I, I, I have to say I would be um, complimentary of what she did with her life and the book that she wrote, but it didn't make her more adequate in life than myself because I share a different path. And I say share a different path, meaning we will have a, a, a similar path, but we're on the same path at different points. So I couldn't say that I, you know, I didn't feel adequate around her, but some people, and, and you know, from being in the art world, we had that art gallery on Madison Avenue. I came out and I've been to Beverly Hills, and I'm sure you have to Janet in California. And I got to meet so many as what we would call celebrities. But to the universe, we're all celebrities. So again, I didn't feel intimidated or inadequate. And when I approached these other souls from that viewpoint, we actually connected because most of them said to me I was refreshing because most of their life they live as a facade. Here's the image, but then here's the real soul. So when you start connecting with people from the soul and from the heart of who they are, inadequacy doesn't exist. I don't know, Janice, did I just ramble or does it make any sense back to you? Oh, no, you make all kinds of sense. <laughs> we're always trying to compare ourselves with these other people that we look up to, but you know what? We're all equal. When we're being our genuine self, we are, um, and inside, it doesn't matter if we're being genuine or not, we're all equal. But when we're our genuine self, we realize it, and on that level, we can have a conversation with anyone. They aren't any different from us. I went on a cruise with Hugh Wallace, and she is just like the most exciting, nicest person you would ever meet. And it's just, you know, they're just people, right? Just like us. They sure are. No one is desperate. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we all live our lives the way we, we have... Uh, created them, we created our lives, and we have allowed whatever to happen to happen, or we have made our lives happen. So, you know, we, we 
our attitude, we are excellent manifestors. We are excellent creators. And uh, I just think with comparing, that's where all those inadequate feelings come in. Otherwise, if you don't compare, there is no inadequacy at all. Yes, that's so true. Everyone is deserving of, of life, of love. And this is where we are equal. We're all equal in the deserving of it. We're all equal there. It's what we decide to do with our potential. We're, we're all equal storehouses of the human potential waiting to be unlocked by universal unconditional love. And we can turn that key at any time. And as we turn that key to our potential and use it in a productive way to help humanity, that is a life that will be well-lived and remembered. That is true success. I guess, guys, when it comes down to it, there's nothing to prove, but there's lots to do. I find that interesting. There's nothing to prove, but there's lots to do, lots of work out there, a lot of help needed, a lot of folks needing to, to hear your voice, uh, Janice, to, to get in touch with you for the energy work. There's nothing to prove, but there's lots to do. So my work and your work and our work together is to serve, to serve up love, to serve up love by helping ourselves and helping others. And that kind of work, serving up love, is what we're doing. In fact, that was your good title of the book, we're not serving up love. You're good. Our work is never done. It can never be done. And when you're serving up love, there isn't any room for inadequacy. It doesn't have a place there. I think it was Gandhi that said, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. So, I would say one of the first steps to getting out of this feeling of inadequacy is to join some kind of organization or do something out of love to help somebody else. You'll find your voice very fast. If you were standing on the beach and you saw a child running into the ocean, a little toddler, no one's around, I don't think you would sit on the beach continuing the sun and, and zip and sipping your iced tea and saying, I can't go help that toddler. I see the toddler running towards the ocean, but I'm feeling a little inadequate right now. You would get up, you would raise your voice, you'd run as fast as you can, and you'd save the child. So that's what it is when we serve others. We're saving people, we're helping people. You'll find your voice. There won't be time to even feel inadequate because we have so much to do. Back to you, Janice. Boy, isn't that true? And it and when you're doing these things, when you join these organizations and you're sharing this love, you're not focusing on the other stuff. You're focusing on what's important. And your life's going to change dramatically. Yes, that's true. When we don't focus on these feelings, and you know what, a lot of, a lot of folks listening to this call, some of those feelings were given to us at a young age. 
we didn't know what to do with them, so someplace in our subconscious mind we accepted them. You'll never amount to anything. You're not adequate. Don't try to do this activity in school. You won't be a dancer. You won't be a gymnast. You're not good enough, and you feel inadequate. Somebody placed that label on in your heart, but it was never imprinted on your soul. Because your soul didn't come down here and say, I'm coming, I'm going to be reborn. I'm going to come down here strictly for the feeling of being inadequate. So live from the soul print of who you are, right? The imprint of the soul doesn't tell you that. Outside circumstances and people, Meg, but you can reject that. Just put your hand up like stop. Talk to the hand. You're not talking to me. Get up and give of yourself. It's the most important thing, Janice, that I know I said it a couple times, but when you serve up love, you're pushing out any feelings of inadequacy because you're not inadequate. You're a child of the universe with a specific uh, purpose or maybe even multi-purposes that you're here to serve love, to serve your God, to live a life, of, of, of love and compassion and to leave your mark in this world, on this world, in the hearts of the people that know and love you. No one wants to be remembered as, she was a really nice person, Mary, but she was so inadequate. <laughs> but she tried really hard. I'd rather people say she got up out of her own fears that she thought were manifested somehow, stepped up beyond them, out of them, raised her voice, made a difference, and helped people every day as best as she can as long as she could. I think I'd rather be thought of that way than hiding behind my own self-doubt. I lived too many years. I don't have that much time left to live behind self-doubt. I am worthy. You all are worthy. So let's get up and show that to the world. Your comments, Janice? That was powerful. Absolutely. We are all worthy or we wouldn't be here. And it is time now, especially now, to get up and show that to the world. It's so important that we not focus on any slumps we might be in or feelings of inadequacy, that we get up and just do something, get up and walk, get some activity going, get your, your energy flowing in the literal sense, and, and it, um, everything else follows. Too many times we just sit around feeling sorry for ourselves and feeling inadequate, I'm not good enough, I'll never be that good, I'll never, you know, and we're creating all those things just because we're thinking them and feeling them. And so when we get up and we change our focus and we join a group we, or even go dancing or do something else, when we get up and move and we're sharing our high vibes with everyone around us, we're creating a new world, not just for us, but for everyone else. Every time we change our thoughts and we move into our um, 
feelings of adequacy when we move into our focus and do something, especially that we enjoy doing so much, even if that's volunteering with animals or volunteering with the elderly, there are so many places that we can share our time. We are giving and we're, we're rippling that out. And every time we give and every time we receive that love back, we are expanding the world. We're increasing the vibration of the whole world. Wow. Yeah. Expanding the whole world. Wow. You know, we talk about sharing our time. So important. But when we start to share our heart and our love, we've we've raised this consciousness to a higher vibration. Raise your own consciousness to a higher vibration and share your talents from your love. Your love of life, your love of humanity, your love of uh, children's fish causes, uh, research, politics, wherever you find your voice. Find it with a voice of love. I've learned I'm still learning. When I'm doing, I'm talking to people and using the art of uh, uh, persuasive argument, as it's called, coming from a place of understanding and love and allowing the other person to get out everything they need to say. When love enters the room, when love is the driving force behind the conversation, so much more is accomplished than when people are yelling and screaming at each other, screaming over the other person's comments, 20 people talking at the same time. Love doesn't, love doesn't like to be in chaos. So when you love yourself, love what you're talking about, wanting to get your point across, you don't feel inadequate. And when you do it from a place of respect and love, so many more people tune into that vibration. Even if you're the only one in the room with that vibration, that vibration surpasses all the other vibrations. And love will be heard. People say to me, Mary, you talk so softly. Well, that comes from some childhood things, but I'm also learning that when you talk in a softer voice, people have to try harder to hear you and listen. And that vibration people turn into. Then somebody who is abrasive, who only wants to hear themselves talk, and really has no interest in what the other points of view are. So adequacy, go into a room and say, I am good enough, I'm just as good, no one better than. If love went into a room and said, I'm inadequate, I can't do it, I don't know what I'll say, then other emotions would take precedent. But love doesn't do that. Love is bold, courageous, straightforward, pure, and honest. And that is the character of love. 
So we should wear that as our character. And when you're wearing that as your character, Janice, would you feel inadequate? Back to you. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's a great way to end our show. Um, this is Janice with Treecard at gmail.com, and we thank you for listening. Well, Mary. Mary, well, Mary answers now at gmail.com. You were with us today, and we look forward to hearing your questions, comments, and suggestions. So give us an email and or give us a shout out on the social networks. I'm Janice Latrice Hart on all of them, or Janice Latrice on Twitter. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for being with us today.